Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. I'm your guide, Bernice Bisson. I have been a professional psychic, medium, and astrologer for 30 years and have read for thousands of people all over the world. Many of those readings have been recorded by my clients. In this podcast, I invite clients back to share their recordings. As we flash back, we get to listen in on some of the original predictions and, in their own words, share some heartwarming stories, a few inspiring outcomes, and some unbelievable accuracies. I invite you to join us for a new journey each episode and come experience a little soul medicine for yourself. Something in the air, always something in the air. In this episode, we hear from Melissa, who I originally met at a group reading session in rural Manitoba several years ago. She has also followed my radio appearances on a local FM radio station since 2018. Melissa is a beautiful and brilliant soul and is here to share a couple of the stories of some uncanny messages from a few of those readings on radio over the last few years. I appear on a two-hour, twice-a-month Psychic Friday program on a local FM station and their Facebook Live, where everything is recorded. The show is hosted by Samantha Stevens and moderated by a third party, and I talk astrology and give predictions and messages to whomever the moderator picks. And Melissa's had four opportunities to get read, and she has shared some incredible outcomes from her readings about her nana, her family her husband and daughter, and some important insights from her papa. And we get to hear all about those predictions and messages right after this. Something in the air, always something in the air. Welcome to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast with your guide, Bernice Besson. And welcome back. And in this episode, we have Melissa. Now, Melissa's come to me in kind of a strange way. I think she originated with me through radio. And she is going to come and talk about different predictions I made over different periods of time. And some of them are pretty crazy. Now, Melissa, welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm glad to be here today. Well, thank you. And you're joining us out from the middle of nowhere, Manitoba. <laughs> yes, Westburn, Manitoba. Now, was that actually our first connection was through Westburn? No, I had followed you on Facebook when you were doing the weekly Sweet Bee Astrology. Oh. And 
the first time I listened, I won a half an hour reading with you. Aren't you lucky, girl? <laughs> well, that's awesome. Let's get into it a bit. You've sent me some notes about things that have kind of transpired over the years. Now, let's go back to the very original one. And that was on radio, correct? Uh, that was way back in September of 2018. Uh, and it was on uh, 99 Peggy FM. Yeah. And I had written in asking you about uh, my Nana and if she would be remaining in care or staying in her home. And at that point, we didn't know for sure, but she had later been diagnosed with dementia. And you had told me that we would be making the decision for her to move into care in 2018 to 2019, and that if she were to go back home out of hospital, she wouldn't stay there for very long. So what had happened is she did get paneled right from hospital into care home in the fall of 2018, and we cleaned out her home at the end of 2018, and she has been in care ever since and is now in later stages of dementia, but uh, you made us straight-on prediction with that, and at the end of that reading, you mentioned that there would be, in the next two years, a baby boy arriving. Melissa, my family is all worried for our grandmother. She's been diagnosed with dementia. Her, her birthday is May 16th. Question is, will she be sent home or remain in care? Melissa's birthday is January 5th. That helps. Uh, your granny, weighing the decision of her care. The, the decision for her move is going to be between this September, here we are, and next September. You talked about her going home, and I'm going to say she wouldn't be able to go home for long, and that um, there would be maybe a movement, a transaction of her home, and that she the decision would be to panel and move her into care, and that even in the next two months, this decision would occur, and that by next September, this September, next September, there'd be a transaction around her house. The move into care is good. I see her there for a while. And I'm going to say that even even after death, your grandma's going to visit you. She's going to visit. She's your angel. Your grandma's your angel. And I'm supposed to tell you within two years in your family, there's a baby boy. Super important around this. Uh, anyway, I'm going to let that go for now. And in our family, my sister has two daughters. I have three daughters. And my brother had just one daughter at that time. And in early January of 2021, the first baby boy was born in our family. Oh, how glorious is that? So, so Nana's in good hands. She has great care and being loved up. And you have a beautiful little baby boy that joined your family. Oh, yeah. that's amazing. That's awesome. That was, and that was just something you messaged in to 99, correct? Absolutely, yes. So when I do the Facebook Live, someone moderates. I don't read anything. I can't see anything because I'm reading and as I'm doing that work. And so I'm always amazed because sometimes I feel like I just put stuff out into the abyss and I never, <laughs> I don't really know sometimes what happens. So I love when I get to hear back things right. I've talked about. So I would not have met you at this point, correct? We did meet in early of 2018, we hosted a group reading at the Western oh. Community Center, and I was the one who set that up. So, so you were the setter-upper of the group reading in Westbourne, which yes. is a, a, a tiny little village town, sort of Western Manitoba-ish. And that was such a profound day because there was a deceased man, from what I remember, who brought us together. Yes, uh, and that's one of the reasons that I started looking for psychics. 
is because one of my good friends, her husband had just passed away. And like I said, I found you on the, on the Sweet Bee Astrology read. Yeah. I won my reading, and then I was like, i got to make this happen. So we set it up, and Lori was fantastic and walked through all the steps, and you guys arrived, and he came through amazing. And there were so many beautiful messages that night. There really were. And people came from many different communities, not just from Westburn. We had people as far as Minnedosa come to see you in Westburn. Well, thank you to them and thank you to you for picking me as your psychic. That's great. And I enjoyed that event very much. I felt lifted up. It just, it felt like a lot of love in that room, a lot of good people in that room. Yeah. Ah, so nice. And thank you for that. Now, there's been other times we've crossed paths. And was that on radio again? Uh, Well, I did have a reading with you. Like I said, I went on the radio. Yeah. But the next time I talked to you on radio was actually on my daughter's birthday. And my daughter, Ava, had turned five in Mm -hmm. 2008. And I had asked you then about her future and her health. And uh, you had mentioned to me that she has health struggles when she's younger. But as she gets older, she grows stronger and stronger. And you physically showed in your arms and down your legs on the Facebook Live video. Mm -hmm. And... What struck me with that one was she has always had terrible outbreaks of eczema on her arms and her legs. Nowhere else on her body but her arms and her legs. And you had gone over a few times stronger and stronger in her arms and her legs, stronger and stronger. And so I just think that's amazing with that. And you had mentioned also that a grandpa figure shows up and that she can see him. Up next is Melissa. Her daughter, Ava, October 5th, turned five today. Anything you could tell her about her daughter's future or what to look out for with her, possibly health? Okay. Ava, October 5th. Uh, happy birthday. Interestingly enough, little Ava is going to talk about a grandpa figure. There's something about a grandpa figure. Your grandpa showed up immediately. Your uh, daughter will take care of you and your husband. There's something about her balance, her arms and her legs, very more so when you talk about her health. And it tells me she's gonna go stronger and stronger as she gets older, okay? So not to worry if she struggled younger. And that if any weakened parts are gonna strengthen with Ava, okay? And that there's a grandpa who keeps showing up in spirit, but I'm not calling him grandpa, I'm calling him like Papa or another name. And I just feel like he's really important in that He's like an angel that shows up, and your daughter might see him or talk about him. And after my reading, I had messaged back to Peggy FM, and I had said, it's so crazy that you mentioned that because, yes, my daughter Ava has had eczema just on her arms and her legs, and she has terrible outbreaks where she scratches till she bleeds, and, and that it's wonderful that a grandpa comes and visits her. You said... It's not grandpa, you said. It's a papa. And that's exactly what we called my grandpa was papa. Oh, Oh, I love when papa shows up. (laughs) I love that. Sometimes they can be insistent and will have me go back to things. You know, they'll go, no, go back. You got to go back. And so I'm glad that we are able to kind of get back to that thought of him. And so you don't have the recording from the half hour reading that you won but tell me about that experience 
it was pretty neat. Like people, I know from my experience to say, well, how do you know that psychic's real? Right? How do you know that? How do you know that? And most people have social media this day and age. Yeah. And really, if a psychic wanted to, you could spend hours and days and whatever researching on somebody's social media. Well, I guarantee um, I don't have that kind of time, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure you don't. And, and, you know, Lori was the only one who talked to me up to yeah. that point. And the one thing you had said to me was, I remember that you had talked about my mom and you said, is she deceased? And she, you said, because she's not in the picture, is she deceased? And no, that's not the case. She is, she is alive. And I had never mentioned my mom ever on my social media. We don't have a, a relationship at this point in our lives. We've grown apart and haven't seen her for years, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, for you to catch on to that and different things about how you said that I am the, the person who's made the change to how we were raised and how we were brought up. And I'm the one in the family who has made that difference. Yeah. It was, it's pretty neat. And this is why I make sure people record readings because even the nuances sometimes, things that are said offhandedly or said just in, in jest are sometimes very real. And, you know, maybe that was an affirmation that you made the right choices around your mother because that could be hard, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so I'm glad you received that affirmation. And then Westbourne and then radio. Wow, we've had a we've had a few run-ins. Where else have I read you? In December of 2020, I had messaged in, and it was happening for a while. And I had said, Bernice, I'm smelling cigarette smoke in my house. Mm-hmm. And we have lived in this house now for 17 years. Nobody had smoked in this house since we've lived here. And I also believe the previous owners did not smoke in this house. And we kept smelling cigarette smoke, just out of the blue, randomly in an evening, in the morning, whenever, and uh, I had asked you, why am I smelling this smoke? And you had told me that when I was younger, there was a man who died, possibly a grandfather, and that that is him coming to visit, and that he is worried about a woman that has some health issues. Is Melissa, why do I keep smelling cigarette smoke in my home? It comes and goes January 5th. Okay, my little Capricorns, do you keep smelling cigarette smoke? Someone's showing up. <laughs> Someone's showing up in your house. Let's see. I want to see who shows up. I want to see who shows up around us. Okay, who's the smoker in her house? Show us who the smoker is. Ah. <laughs> this is a man who died when you were a baby. And when you're a very small or a little one, he, this is the, maybe a grand, sorry, a grandpa figure. Um, but he's been gone a long time, a long time. And he would have died when you were much younger. And he, yeah, he's the one showing up around and he's pretty noisy. So not just the cigarette smoke, it seems and he's in your family. He's from your family. He's been gone for a while. He's at peace. He's at peace. Now, my question is, why is he showing up now smelling like smoke? Smelling like cigarettes. See, in death, he shows up there. And it's because I think he's worried about the health of a woman in your family. And that there's two things that are going to present themselves. See, he loves you, watches over you, but there's a woman with a health issue in your family. And there's a baby coming all within the next 
year, but he's there to show you that. The cigarette smoke would tell me that you have to watch for virus, lungs, health, breathing, this woman, and that he's been gone for a while and that he's, um, he's the one showing up, but he's in your family. And so he comes with love. He's not here, he's not malevolent and uh, quite at peace in your home. And so, but he does belong to your family and he's there to show you something going on in your family now, okay? That's why, because he's been there a long time. My grandpa, my papa, like we had talked about with, with Ava's reading, yeah. he died when I was eight years old. Oh. And he was a multi-pack smoker per day. <laughs> he actually passed away from complications of smoking and uh, he had amputations and was in a wheelchair. And I don't remember a lot about him, but <laughs> because I was so young when he passed away and you had said that he's worried about a woman who is having some health issues. And my Nana, which is his wife, she was actually in hospital in early 2021 with such a bad, bad bladder infection that she almost passed away. Wow. And so that was like, whoa, <laughs> how, how did you know that? Right? Well, Papa knew that. <laughs> he he yeah, was he there. Was well, I, I love that he... He's so protective of your family. I love that. I feel like that part's really important in terms of, you know how grandmas and grandpas always say, oh, I just love my grandchildren. Oh, I just can't stand how much I love my grandbabies. And you're protected by his prayers. You're protected by him. That's You're still protected by your papa's prayers. That's amazing. Yeah. Ah. That's great. And they tend to show up strong when, you know, people are struggling or, or there's a new baby or that there's a new puppy or that, and spirit shows up strong around those times to say, Hey, I'm here. I see it. I want, you know, I'm, I'm part of this. And so, ah, I love it. He yeah, seems to be yeah, quite yeah. a protector. Was, was that the only time we've run in or were those the times? Uh, well, there was a few more times. Oh, let's that, hear them. Let's. Well, I love juicy stories. Let's hear another juicy story. Right. The messages were just so amazing that I had to share with you. So, okay. Uh, in November of 2021, I had messaged in to Peggy asking if my husband Jason would get relief from pain. And I'll give you a little backstory of that. My husband has been dealing with back leg, hip, sciatic, nerve, what have you, pain, and was misdiagnosed. The scans were never read properly, so, you know, we just went on living life. He was taking painkillers, trying to get relief, trying to work through it, going to chiropractor, going for massage, whatever, trying to get any type of relief. And your reply to me was that, yes, he would get relief, but it wouldn't be from painkillers. And that's what we were at at that point, because we didn't know where to turn, where to go, what was happening. We have Melissa. Birthday is uh, May 2nd. She would like to know if her husband, Jason, will get any relief from the pain. And so let's take a look at your partner, Jason, my little Taurus. Will he get relief from pain? I got yes. Uh, medication is like... I'm not talking painkillers. There is um, needles, needles, um, 
needles. I don't know what that means, needles. So there is medical procedure um, and that there is healing, but the word I actually heard was therapies. Like that could be physiotherapies, um, physical therapies, occupational therapies, therapies around pain, but it's more than his physical body. I feel like therapies, um, the physical therapies, um, will help. And um, I, they also bring me up to the obvious, which is his back, you know, something with his spine. And that, um, the, that they're able to help manage something with that. But I think that's the procedure. And I don't know that it's a surgery. It could just be cauterizing nerves, right? But his nervous system is on overdrive. And that's the piece that needs the therapies. Okay. And yeah, I do find I do find relief for him. I do. I, I feel like that's um, it's not a quick relief, <laughs> but it's one through therapies. Like I said, the doctors didn't read the scans properly, so they didn't realize that he had a bulging disc hitting nerve endings. And so after that you had during the reading you had talked about that he would get relief, but not from the painkillers, from physical therapies. And you said the pain is in his spine, in his back, and in his nervous system, that his nervous system was on overdrive. And since February 11th, when he had a major back attack issue that he had to actually go to the hospital for, they did do a second scan and found now that he has two bulging discs. And he has started physical therapy. His leg has come back to life. His foot has come back to life because it was numb for so long yeah. from the nerve damage. And you also had mentioned that he will get relief from some sort of needle. It wouldn't be so much a procedure. It would be a needle. Yeah. And you were very specific on needles. And about two weeks ago, he started acupuncture and his, is getting amazing relief from oh. it. So acupuncture needles <laughs> and therapy yeah yeah oh, that is great for him i mean living in pain can be so so depressing and so disheartening and yeah. so i'm glad that he has found therapies for himself yes and it's going good he's on track to get back to work when you know when the doctors say he's good to go and you know since we've got the proper diagnosis and and the therapies have started yeah it's amazing know that he can he can walk you know well that is so great and every every physiotherapist out there is just smiling right now <laughs> just going yes for sure. that's the ticket yeah. oh well that is i'm glad for him for jason that is so great wonderful so what what other juicy bits do you have going on well the last one that that really made me contact you specifically and got this podcast kind of in the in the motions here is Early February of this year, I had asked about my Nana and said that, told you that she's in the later stages of her dementia and asked you how she's doing. Yeah. And uh, you said, well, let's spy on Nana. <laughs> so you did, and you did a beautiful reading on that. You did agree that, yes, she is in her late stages of dementia and that she has returned to her childhood and she's out in the country. Who do we have next? Okay, Bernice, we have a, 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 a good one. Well, her name's Melissa, and her nana is living with the later stage of dementia. Let's look at your nana. I'm going to spy on your nana for you, Melissa. So she here's the nana, and she is in her late stages. 
She's in good hands. But in her in her soul energy, she's a, she's back to being a young girl, back in the country, in the as a young girl. I do think you'll be able to go and see Nana. Uh, it tells me um, within two months you'll be able to go into wherever she is or be able to go see her. So go see her. Uh, she actually sees herself as a younger girl out in the country uh, with people who clearly passed because these to me are spirits like the spirit world. So she sees people from the past uh, that are deceased, but I feel like they're coming to her anyway to let her know, I'm right there for you. I'm right there for you. Um, and save her cards, all her handwriting in the cards. Save those cards. I feel like you might scrapbook them, uh, make a family book, you know, stuff she's written, stuff, cards and recipes, and oh, something important about that around her. What's so great about that, that's true, is Nana grew up in a small town similar to Western, but on the other side of Lake Winnipeg called Riverton. Yeah. Uh, she lived there for a whole childhood and teenage life until she married and moved to Winnipeg. And my aunt has been the only one who's been allowed into the care home to go see her. And she says she's talking to her brothers and sisters that have long since passed. Nana is the only one left of nine children. Yeah. And she talks about going to the swing and, and playing with her brothers and sisters. So definitely she sees herself as, as yeah. being back in her youth. So you spoke about uh, during that that I should be keeping or doing something with her cards and that her cards are very important. Yeah. Now, before then, about, I don't know, about a week or two, maybe three before then, my cousin had mentioned she was going to take a pen and a paper and send it with her mom to go visit Nana and get Nana to write something so that she could get a tattoo of Nana's printing. Well, Nana can't print anymore, so it was just going to be a tattoo of her doodles or, or what have you. Yeah. And so I said to my cousin, you know, if you want Nana's writing on yourself or a tattoo, I have Nana's cards. Like, <laughs> like all of them. Yeah. I guess... And Nana wants people to get tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. So, so we have cards that she sent. The oldest card I have is from 2007 that she wrote a letter to what we later found out was a, my daughter because uh, she was, I was still pregnant with her. And she, she welcomed her to the family and she was so excited. Oh, how beautiful is that? Oh my gosh, to have that and those thoughts that she had in that moment, like, so finding those cards were very important. Absolutely. Oh. And every, every Christmas, even though Nana can't send cards anymore, we put up her cards. Yeah. And that's a great way to keep her soul present in a sense, because then those words she expressed in those times, she meant it. I mean, back in the day when Granny sent you a card, she meant it. Like, you got a card in the mail. That was important, right? And infamous for sending cards for everything. Easter, Valentine's Day, Halloween even, she sent yeah. cards. And that's beautiful. And now you can memorialize them. Oh, for sure. And a few years ago... I wanted to do for all the grand, it was only granddaughters back then, um, 
is take Nana's recipes, her handwritten recipes, yeah. and make them into a recipe book for each of the, the grandchildren. Then I had remembered that Nana was adamant one year, way back when, I was probably 10 years old or 11 years old, and she made us take all the recipes and type them on the typewriter. So there was no copies of her handwritten recipes anymore. So I'm really glad I have those cards. Oh, what did the on? Yes. And it's so funny because my grandma, who was from the Porch Prairie area, had an what I called the old witch's cookbook. And she wasn't an old witch. It just was looked like an old witch's cookbook because it had all the old handwritten recipes and had the cutouts from old magazines and had all kinds of stuff. And I have that book still. And I feel like I have a piece of my grandma. Um, Wonderful. Right? And, it, and so hearing that about your grandma's cards and that, I just feel like that that's a great family heirloom. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you for sharing those wonderful stories. Man, that, that we have crossed paths in some crazy ways, and it sure sounds like you have some active grandparents who are, you know, gra- you know both, both being able to project their ideas and thoughts and even in passing with your grandfather to come through like that, even on radio, is just amazing. Amazing. It's amazing. And, and the one thing you had said during that, the, the last read I had with you, is that we'll be able to go see Nana within the next two months. And they just started opening up her care home. So. Oh, yes. Gonna... Yes. And you know, she likes something sweet. Yes. Okay. So bring her something sweet. I will. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Melissa. And we are going to definitely chat again one day soon. Wonderful. Look forward to it, Bernice. Well, thank you to Melissa for sharing her experience with us. And thank you to you for listening to the Soul Medicine Psychic Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and found nuggets of wisdom and magic, please leave us some stars and a review or share it with someone you think would enjoy. If you're a previous client and would like to share your story on the show, please contact us through our website. Until next time, stay safe, stay well. So many years has gone by But I think about you, about you all the time Thanks for joining us. For social media links and to book an appointment with Bernice, visit BerniceBissonPsychic.com If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Remember, spirit has your greatest good at heart. Your soul is light and you are valued. Inexplicable, I can feel it in the air. Can you feel me? What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at ivisonvoice.com slash podcast.